you think that Soto's shuffle is so good? Name one of his B-sides. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to a World Series episode of Battery Mates. I am Matthew and I'm actually joined this time by... 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 Bye. Oh, by Toby. By, I'm Toby. Bye-bye. No, no, I'm saying bye-bye. <laughs> it's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're both on this week's episode of Battery Mates. We're back at our regularly scheduled time of uh, 9 Central slash... No, 3 Central slash 9... <laughs> um gmt uh we had a couple of uh special episodes this week um just want to say thank you very much to toby and the battery mates nation for the surprise episode yesterday it genuinely was a surprise when i saw the notification pop up on my screen i thought you just <laughs> fucked up and posted another episode uh, an old episode uh, a second time by accident uh but it was it was really lovely and the, the best wishes powered me into last night's game one which we're going to get on to but Firstly, let's do a quick rundown of how our teams are doing, Toby. Yeah, oh, I'll go. Our, um, <laughs> yeah, so big news on our end. Um, uh, <laughs> let's see if I can come up with something here. Francisco Lindor, I think, is our nominee for the Heart and Hustle Award. So I know you guys are probably paying attention closely to who's going to win that um, award across the league every year. Um, I think it's only awarded to one person. I have no idea. Um, but Francisco Lindor... Um, who is a gem? Uh, he's our team's nominee. So go Frankie um, and vote when you get a chance. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been is mostly those, paying attention to that. Is it one of those ones where you get like three votes a day? I have no idea. <laughs> I literally don't know. <laughs> I haven't voted myself. Um, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that there's a, um, what I'm trying to say is there's not a lot happening in the in the Cleveland's land. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, you know what? I did see... Uh, we ranked second of all baseball for um, TV ratings. Attendance, not so much. <laughs> but we watch on TV, or, you know, by percentage, we're, we're watching on TV better than almost anyone in the league. Go Cleveland. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go Cleveland. Yeah. Go Cleveland. Um, uh, that's great. Should we, should we talk about my team now? I, yeah, if you have anything. I mean, I had to scrape. <laughs> You know, it's been really, um, it's been really cool. Just the amount of content there's been about the Nationals, because like, you know, there's only two teams playing baseball at the moment, and and one of them's embroiled in a domestic violence uh, uh, case. So the only, the only, the only, the only content out there that is talking about baseball is about the Washington Nationals. I've got like 17 different podcasts to catch up on. I don't usually listen to them all because they don't talk about the Nationals, and everyone was talking about the Nationals. It's amazing. All the John Boy stuff is all about your team and it's John great. John Boy. I just fucking love John Boy. Period. Yeah. Now he's talking about the Nationals. I'm like so in love. Yeah. He um he was talking on his uh on his podcast this morning about the fact that he had to get home. Um, uh, he wanted to know what time the game was uh, tonight. It's at eight oh seven. He was like, "That's great. I've got to get home. I'm I'm looking for apartments in New York during the day with my with my girlfriend." Oh wow! And my my first thought was, "Oh cool! If he's in New York, I could we could have a beer." I was like, "Oh <laughs> no! I actually he doesn't know me 
or <laughs> want to have a beer with me. But that was literally my thought. It's like, oh, if he's moving from New Jersey to New York City, that would make it easier to meet up with him. I don't know why I thought that. Well, Very you're, weird. You, you never know what the accent might get you. You know, you could, you could, you could reach out with like a voice recording saying, hey, I'm, I'm on this podcast that you don't listen to, um, but I'm a pretty significant deal in, um, you know, British baseball um, politics circles. So come on down, have a beer with me if you'd yeah. like, you know. Uh, my accent has got me a long way uh, in America, but I'm not sure it will get me that far. But we'll we can see. see. We can see. We can see. Yeah. I want to point out, you said this is a World Series episode. Um how remarkable is, you know, we've done four seasons now and we've had two World Series. Our teams have both been in the World Series. It's just kind of like, what? Yeah. yeah. Are we making There's this happen? That... We must be. There's no other explanation for it. Um, I, I mean, I look back with pain on the World Series that the Clevelands were in. So, um, <laughs> goodness knows. Yeah, goodness knows how you feel. But as of as of now i'm trying i'm sort of recording this for posterity as of now i feel great about the nationals i feel great about this team i feel great about the fans and i i don't think that i need to win i don't think i need us to win the world series for that feeling of how great this season has been to carry on now ask me after the houston astros have um, defeated us for the fourth time in this series and I may feel slightly differently but I'm recording this now so I can look back on that and say there was a time when you were feeling good about uh, life and that time is right now <laughs> um, well let's take a, that let's take a, we're on the heels of game one let's take a quick look back at the first game of the season now everybody asked me is Matthew watching and I didn't know the answer I feel <laughs> I, I was like well I'm not going to text him now I mean he may be sleeping I don't want to uh, I'll tell you this now, and it's um, a, a PSA for all of Battery Mates Nation. My phone is on silent. It oh, doesn't vibrate. Okay. It, it does, there's, there's no noise. You can send me all of the messages you want. And when I wake up, there's like red dots all over my phone. But it won't wake me up. So yeah, feel free. Yeah. Feel free. Um, I, I, I didn't watch. I, I wanted to stay up and watch the like the national anthem and the yeah. uh, introduction of the of the players so i kind of set myself up on the sofa downstairs um i was actually working the game started at 1 uh, 108 a.m uk time oh. and i was working until like 11 30 because um we have an election coming up and um uh i'm busy i was like you know writing ad copy and shit and i thought i'll just carry on doing this Got really tired, thought, I'll just have a quick lie down and then wake up uh, before the first pitch. Woke up at the top of the eighth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, was so sleepy. Oh, My eyes were so sleepy that I read the score and thought that Houston were winning five to four. And was like, oh, fuck, this is terrible. And it was only in the middle of the eighth inning. So after I'd watched the game for three outs thinking that we were losing... Only in the middle of the eighth inning did I realize that we were, in fact, winning five to four. And at that point, I was wide awake instantly and watched the rest of the game, um, enjoyed uh, the content, um, went back and watched highlights from the from the, you know, the game the bit I missed and um, then had like 20 minutes more sleep before getting up for work. I will. Say, so as someone who watched the in, 
you know, I didn't see every pitch, but I watched, I was watching the game. Um, I can tell you that was a good game. That was a lot of fun. Um, and it, it uh, <laughs> you woke up for the most stressful time. It was yeah. really <laughs> stressful at the end. Um, and uh, I, I don't I mean, Juan Soto is incredible. I that player is just um, wow. It's it's really fun. I mean, this is one of the things that's really really fun about the the postseason is um, all of this stuff that like Nationals fans spent the whole year yeah. being like, oh wow, Juan Soto is really good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's really good. Like the rest of America is like, yeah. hey guys, did you know this Juan Soto is really good? <laughs> like, yeah. I remember, I remember that from sixteen. Like people were suddenly discovering Francisco Lindor was a, was a player, and it's like, yeah, yeah, hi, he's one of the best players in baseball. Um, yeah, no, that's everyone, a lot of fun. There's like, like news stories about the 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 one so shuffle where he like yeah. shimmies his shoulders and grabs his crutch, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's been cool for a while. I, I mean, I was doing that in softball though, like, beer league, but same thing. You think that so shuffle is so good? Name one of his B sides. <laughs> <laughs> like the hipsters of, of baseball. There was a few good things that stood out for me from the from the highlights because I didn't watch it live. The first thing is um, was, was Soto, and um, you know his home run, but also his double was absolutely fantastic. And to get it off Garrett Cole is um, bananas. He's good, uh, which is great. But the other thing is that he didn't actually start this. Uh, he didn't start the postseason that great. And um, I think it's a, a mark of his maturity um, that he's been able to hold it together and also adapt. And mm. that's one of the things I think is really impresses people about um, him as a player. He's not just like, why wow, he's really powerful or why wow, he's really quick. He's actually a, a thinking guy. He's like got a fantastic eye and he's adapts during games um, to the pitcher and to the um the opposition team's uh, strategy. The other thing is his home run. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that that train thing was up there. <laughs> the, Nationals don't play, the Nationals don't play Houston. Like, we play them two games every three years or whatever it is. I literally had no idea they had a fucking... Yeah. It's like a gigantic train, like on the on the top of the wall. Why do they have that? Well, it was the stadium was built around an existing train track that was there from the the beginning, from early times. Um, yeah, that train. The, 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 people the, don't know is the Houston Houston Stadium is way underground. It's just like complete. That's that's the ground level there. Um, right. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just Washington uh, Nationals Park was built um, on the old Navy Yard, but there's no boat. Maybe we should get a boat. No, I, what I'm saying, Matthew, is what I'm saying. What I was just saying there is not necessarily true. I'm just making shit up. I have no idea. Oh, why would you do that? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Why would you it's just fun. make something up like that? I, I believed you. I know. The whole how world believed me. How can I believe a word you say again? The yes. second thing I wanted to highlight was <laughs> Ryan Zimmerman. He was yes. the Nationals' uh, first uh, player ever to be drafted. He's played for the Washington Nationals for 15 years. 5,000 uh, when... days. <laughs> when they when they when they drafted him the nationals were like the 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 beer team out of the simpsons episode <laughs> like absolutely horrendous it was a uh, buster Olney was talking about interviewing or jason stark was talking about interviewing ryan zimmer when he was 20 and coming out of the coming out of the clubhouse and saying hey can i ask you a question aren't people supposed to care whether they win or lose 
<laughs> he was 20 years old coming out of the Nationals clubhouse and absolutely none of the Nationals players gave two shits about having lost a game um, and for him to hit a home run in his first at bat in the World Series was was very cool I mean he's not been at his best the last couple of years and he was you know kind of outshone by Bryce Harper now he's being outshone by Juan Soto and Robles and others but um, it was very very cool he very, very cool. He definitely had a better game one of the World Series than Bryce Harper did, I would say, just from my observations. But- yeah, you sort of stepped on my line there, but <laughs> yes, <that's laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I was gonna deploy this later, but I wanna. I wanna say this now. Now you've you've brought 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 Bryce up. Um, uh, Juan Soto has the same number of career postseason RBIs as Bryce Harper does. Already. Already. They have both hit ten postseason RBIs in their life. Wow! And seven of Juan Zotos came last night, or no, no, seven, five. <laughs> um, uh, no, three last night. But no, three last night. Uh, I but mean, he gets only scored he, five runs. Okay. Yeah, he um he, he's 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 been on fire, and Bryce Harper was never that clutch uh, in the postseason. Uh, I just think that's a very very cool stat. A very yeah. cool stat. He didn't even show up last night. I mean, in any sense of the word, the term "show up." He, he 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 didn't he didn't even when we were paying his wages. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least he's consistent. Um, so I, I, one thing, um, this is a controversy in game one that I wanted to get your take on. If you know, you've seen the highlights, do you think? So a lot of people make are making this big deal out of um, Springer's ball that Eaton, Eaton almost caught, right? And the run scored being yeah. five to four. And Springer yep. only made it to second base because he—I think he thought it was out. Uh, he had just tied the game yep. on a home run. And he was kind of like getting ready to celebrate, um, jogging down the yep. first lane, hopping down the first baseline. Um, and there are a lot of people. He would have been on third if he wasn't running out of the gate, and then he would have scored on a two-base fly ball next next bat. Do you? I mean, I'm—I I don't know how likely that is. Um, but all I know is that the runner on second went back and tagged up, or was going to tag up. He would have been hard for him to. I don't know. It's it's yeah. They, they covered this. They, but. they covered this for quite a while on the the John Boy uh, review of the show, which they recorded after the game, um, mm. and therefore was out. You know, a good well by the time you've edited this and released it, it'll be a good twenty four hours before ours. <laughs> um, and they covered it. They covered it better than we probably will now. But um, you should definitely still <laughs> keep listening because I've got a British accent um, and Toby's. Beard is nice. Yeah, uh, uh, they, they, uh, they, they, they had like a an actual argument, the two of them, about this. That the, the um, I can't remember the guy who who tagged up on second. That he should have he should have just been going uh, and should have been most of the way to third, like tagging yeah. up to go back again. Um, I, it, it, I, I on the highlights, it's so difficult to tell. Highlights can be so misleading. It, it really looked like Eaton was actually going to get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, it didn't look like it was going. It out. I, I don't know yeah. why Springer was was um, was was prancing down the the first baseline. So I get why he was tagging up, but given he was tagging up, that kind of didn't leave as much space for Springer to come around. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, part part of my answer on this one is like, I, I 
I wasn't taught baseball at school. Mm. I didn't I didn't have the drills. They're kind of like his, you know, you go two thirds of the way down on this kind of mm-hmm. play with this number of outs. So I, I, part of it is that I don't have that. Part of it is that I've only ever watched the game as a spectator. And I want I want players to bat flip. I want them to <laughs> dance out of the batter's box when they've when they've um, hit a tater. I, I enjoy it. <laughs> so the the fact that sometimes they kind of look a bit like a doofus for doing it without the ball going out to me that's part of the fun as well i mean i I kind of take the same attitude to this as i do to um not being a fan of 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 uh reviews mm. like i to me umpires getting it a little bit wrong and managers coming out and protesting yeah. and shouting and kicking dirt that's all part of the spectator sport to me this isn't a none of this is uh about the the mathematics of a win and a loss to me it's all about the enjoyment of the entertainment it's entertainment yeah so i you know i don't feel you know i don't i don't, I don't think he did anything wrong no i don't i don't think anybody and he also hit a home run in the game so it wasn't like a you know he he was doing his best um but yeah i, I think that that moment was very stressful watching um and because I thought they had tied it up as well off the off the bat, the way, the way he, was, he was reacting, right? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, it's like the it's like the Will Smith um, uh, hit in the um, uh, bottom of the ninth in Game Five against the Dodgers. Eaton caught it at the wall. Yeah. Le- leapt at the wall. It yeah. wasn't. It, it wasn't like he he stole a home run, but he, I thought it was going out all the way, and I my asshole fell out. <laughs> Um, well, should we, t- should we talk about uh, Game 2? <laughs> There's a title for the episode yeah, for you there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a title for the episode. Game 2, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, it starts in well, four hours for me. I'm, pr- I'm probably going to just listen to this one on the radio. Um, so I like just go to bed normally and, and kind of listen to it on the radio rather than um, sleeping in the spare room and having the TV. Um, because I've just got a crazy day tomorrow and then Friday is going to be really long and I, I, I can't do much more than that. But I think the thing that's going to be really interesting for us um, is uh, how the pitching copes. You know, there's lots of chat today in the write-ups and in the social media and podcasts about um, how taxed we uh, uh, went with the pitching. Uh, Corbin had to come in. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be starting game three. He's now going to start game four. Uh, we had uh, four outs from each of Hudson and Doolittle. Um, so it will be interesting to see. If, if Strauss can can go seven innings, I think we're in a really good place for um, the weekend. If Strauss can only go four or five, I think that, that puts some strain on the whole situation. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much we should talk about this because you might be putting it out after the game two. Yeah, no, probably, almost certainly. <laughs> um, <laughs> my daughter's in an odd nap napping schedule, so there's an off chance that she's she goes to sleep early, and I can get this out before the, the game starts. But um, this is a game. The Astros really got to win this game. They really yeah. got to win. And I, you know, it's, nothing's a must-win game unless it's a must-win game. But boy, oh boy, losing this game to go zero and two at home in the first two games, and then go to Washington down two zero would be pretty bad for them because the you know the momentum and this is the thing that everybody was talking about are they are the nationals going to be after having a week off are they going to be you know yeah. you know yeah. tired is the reset button but 
Didn't look like that last night. Looked like you guys were uh, in the same form as you were against the Dodgers. So Ryan Zimmerman said an interesting thing. He was like, you know, we I get it, momentum is good, but we're veterans. Hmm. We we love we love some downtime. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that feels. <laughs> and it's gotta be good um, for the pitching. The pitching, you know, they have been taxed all playoffs. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. And I you know, I I do also think that like what are you you saving it for the next series? Like if you're gonna if you're gonna absolutely empty the tank on these guys, now is the time to do it. And I think uh, David Martin has had a really really rough time at the beginning of last season, especially when we were doing very badly. But then any time he hit any kind of skid during the rest of the season, he came under a lot of pressure. I think that the 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 Nationals' decision to um, uh, go for someone who they thought maybe is a bit rough and not not totally suited for a regular season, but can manage in the postseason has been vindicated. He has managed fantastically well during the postseason. And I think last night showed that we just, we had to take the W. There's no point in risking the win for something that may come up in game three. We'll deal with game three when we get to game three. If we had like four or five really good arms in the bullpen, maybe you'd, you'd say, well, let's, let's use them, but we don't, we absolutely famously do not have five good arms in the bullpen. We've barely got two. So um, I thought, I thought it was smart. Um, And we just, I mean, it just sort of depends on how Strauss goes tonight in in terms of like the win last night being so massive to me, I I was kind of like, as long as we can come back to DC two and O down, but without having lost either of those games badly. Like it was to me about the the manner of the loss. If we can come out saying, you know, we, we gave a good shot, we put some runs on the board, we just got a bit unlucky with that, we got a bit unlucky with that. Let's come back and even this thing up and then see where it where it goes. I'd have been totally happy with that. So going back to DC one one, absolutely bang on. And to have won the first game and not have to worry about like being behind and having to to win tonight it's just huge it's just huge well let's talk about your dc trip in a second but let's take a quick word from our sponsor our very special sponsor this week this episode of battery mates is brought to you once again by matthew mcgregor the british guy on our program who spent way too much money to fly across an ocean to see his team play in the world series this weekend it was not cheap so he's offered to do pretty much anything for a few bones here or a few clams there from his supportive fan base. Make a donation of any amount. He's McGregorMT at Gmail on PayPal. And send your request to that same email address. No donation is too small. No request is too humiliating. Wow. Thanks, Matthew. Yeah. No, well, I mean, luckily... Luckily, Justin Boreski got in early on uh, uh, the crowdfunding support, and that allowed me to purchase these advertisements, uh, which are bringing in additional money. So it's kind of, you know, invest to, you know, spend to, to you know, whatever that phrase is. So you thank gotta, you, Justin Boreski. You got to spend money to make re- money. That's what it is. Spend money to make money. Thank you. And I spent Justin Braski's money to make money. Uh, I just want to give a, a huge shout out to Justin, uh, uh, Jeff Gabriel. Uh, Ross Morales Raketo and uh, Madeline Ellis. Um, <laughs> we've kind of been tongue in cheek about this whole crowdfunding thing, uh, but joking aside, the amount of money that it has cost me is um, significant and um, slightly embarrassing. Like, I <laughs> don't want to tell my child that I took money out of her college fund 
um for this um at least until i've been able to put it back again so um <laughs> i do i do appreciate the support i'm not i'm not a total fan of some of the requests um uh uh jeff gabriel says i have to write him a handwritten not not like an email but a handwritten uh love letter saying you know well he's i, I can't read some of it out on air uh, but it's just you know that i love him and want to um uh, tenderly caress him uh which i w- uh, will do um i need a few <laughs> drinks before i can do that but that's one thing madeline wants me to dance like her son Yep. Um, which is okay because um, she sent me a, a video clip and uh, he, her son is a, a very good dancer, better than me, so I need to do some practicing. Uh, <laughs> Ross uh, has, has asked for me to uh, take a photo of myself in Nationals Park during Game 4 with a Houston hat on and post it on Instagram with the caption, Go Strohs. Wow. Uh, which I don't love either. Um he didn't he didn't specify how long i need to leave it up for so i think i'm going to post it screen cap it and then delete it again (laughs) (laughs) but we'll see um i also have had some abuse for using paypal uh and that being a very old-fashioned thing to do i'd just like to make it clear that venmo doesn't work outside of the continental united states so my venmo account has been shut down Uh, i would use venmo if i uh, could but paypal is the unfortunately the only option for me you can also mail him cash, um, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, I will take dollars um, <laughs> or pounds. Uh, no point in having euros anymore. Um, well, but uh, and anything like that will do. Uh, even actually, um, uh, stamps. I will. I will take stamps <laughs> because I, you know, Christmas is coming up, and I'm, I've got Christmas cards to post um, uh, soon. So yeah. But anyway, I'm, uh, I'm flying over on Friday, um, Friday lunchtime. I land at three. I don't have a ticket for game three, unfortunately. So I'm going straight into the city. I've been asking on Twitter for some recommendations about bars to watch because, you know, when I watch in London, I'm like in my bedroom, the spare bedroom, trying to be as quiet as I possibly can. So being able to watch in a bar with Nationals fans is in itself a gigantic step forward. Um, But that will be good. Uh, Anyone who's got recommendations, please uh, give me a shout. Uh, and then Saturday, I've got I've got good tickets, uh, really good tickets. I am um, all of these years of of um, having to pretend to be Brent Colburn's friend have finally paid off. <laughs> uh, he, he gave me uh, he gave me fantastic tickets. Um, it's, it's strange actually. He's he's been a he's been a huge uh, Nats Nats fan friend, um, and now he's delivered on these tickets. And in return, I I got him hooked to Norwich City soccer which is just misery year after year misery <laughs> so it's definitely a, a very very one-sided friendship that one um but yeah i i, I then i'm flying home on sunday but my flight is at 11 p.m from from dallas and the game on sunday starts at 8 p.m so it won't be over by the time that i'm on the plane like taking mm. off so i don't know i'm gonna try and get in touch with united or or something like that and see if they will pipe over the uh the radio call over the the public address system on the plane or, or something i don't know how they're going to do that but I'm, I'm panicking about sunday yeah i mean now that that game is actually going to definitely be played um the best thing i when you said you got tickets to game four i have to i have to admit that i was a little bit worried about the possibility that you guys you could be watching an elimination game 
<laughs> and I was not excited for that possibility. So I'm very happy you guys won yesterday, if only because you will not be. There's no way the season can end with you there in the stands. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you were going to say you were worried. We got. I got a, a game four ticket because we were going to get swept so hard. They invoked a new mercy rule. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to see the game. No, um, yeah, I'm. I'm glad that we're not gonna uh, watch uh, Houston uh, clinch on Sunday or on Saturday. Maybe they'll clinch on Sunday while I'm on the plane, and I won't know about it until Monday morning. Well, I, who knows? Um, Battery mates, listeners will know when this gets gets out what the what the outcome of Game Two was. So right now, coin flip. On you guys could be up two zero right now, or you could be up one, or you could be up one one, um, as I like to say. Yeah, I mean, I think we will be up one one, um, but I'll also take two 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 zip. Um, but talking about clinching and and who's going to actually win this thing, mm. um, I I was really excited. I thought that um, I was going to be in with a chance of winning the battery mates. Uh, prediction contests because i had the nationals and the yankees in the world series uh but that's got taken away now so i think i'm out you are out have yeah. you have you had a have you had a look through who's still in contention yeah and i it's um so some exciting news the perfect score is still on the table scott mulhauser has Holy 20 points eligible of 25 shit. points if the nationals win the world series he he will have a perfect score. He predicted the number of wins on the dot. He <laughs> dicted, picked that that ninety three wins would make the playoffs, which, as we know, is not necessarily true. Um, and he picked the Astros versus the Nationals in the World Series. So we have a perfect score on the line. Um, you know, if you don't have a team yet, you should be rooting for that kind of history. You know, battery mates history. Um, yeah. Perfect game. Perfect game. Uh, a perfect First season. Ever perfect game. That's Hall of Fame behavior. It's it's Hall of Fame behavior. <laughs> the the um, thing is that Scott is one of those kind of people. He's so well connected that he'd probably be we. He's probably one of the kind of people that we would lean on to try and get a good prize for the Battery Mates prediction <laughs> contest. So I'll, I'll talk to him at the weekend and see if he's got any suggestions for someone we can get a signed baseball from to give to him as his prize for winning the contest. Yeah, or maybe also last year's winner. Um, <laughs> We should just look into that. Um, Who was last year's winner? Alex Wall. Alex yeah. Wall. Yeah, yeah, we need to get something for Alex Wall. I mean, we have it. It's already, it's just in the works. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah. totally Absolutely. in the works. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, um, yeah sure. He's a good one. Um, he's patient. So other people, I just want to give a shout out. Um, we, you talked about Ross. Uh, Ross Morales-Riquetto has an eligible of nine points if the Astros do pull this off. Um uh, Madeline Ellis, you mentioned, also in the running. Um, if the Nationals win, she'll have 14 points. However, she if the Nationals win, she will not be able to pass Scott. But 14 points is an excellent score. Would win in any other year, probably. Um, and then, if the Astros win, uh, our winner will be Ezra Deutsch Feldman, who has is eligible for 13 points. Uh, again, that's a score that probably wins any other year. Um, but we have a perfect score on the line. So, uh, well, wait, hold on, hold on. This late breaking news here. I'm wrong. Ezra, you would finish in second. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul Begala actually would uh, have an eligible of 20 points. Um, that's an excellent score. Um, he also correctly picked the Indians' record uh, entirely. Um, 
uh, didn't miss 93 wins. He had the Indians going to the playoffs. That's his only, his only. He's uh, <laughs> only full. Yeah, he has the Nationals playing Houston in the World Series. This is insane. Two people accurately predicted Nationals versus Houston. That's great. And they picked different winners. And they picked different winners. Wow. Wow. So it's, it's coming down to Scott and uh, Paul, Scott and Paul based on the outcome of the World Series. Yeah. Sorry wow. for the false hope, Ezra. You had a great season. There's nothing to be ashamed who, who of. Who knew that the World Series could be even more important? <laughs> this is a full classico. That's exactly <laughs> uh, right. So we definitely need to we definitely need to get, come up with a prize, don't we? Yeah, we need to follow through on those ideas we had. Um, I, I I mean I've got like probably three or four different baseballs signed by Barack Obama. Now we could just give one of those up, or you could just like, um, you know, kind of like trace it on one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Let's edit this bit out. <laughs> Wait, um, really quickly. Um, we have some, one of, one of our, I wouldn't call him one of our exes, but, um, there's some Mitt Romney news that I think Battery Mates Nation would be interested in hearing you talk about. Um, maybe we can get a, a signed ball, uh, from, uh, Pierre Delecto. <laughs> I have often dreamt of trying to get in touch with his office and just sort of saying, you know, this was my job in 2012 and I've followed you very closely ever since and you know, come to admire you very much and please can I have a signed baseball? And just to see, you know, what harm what harm can come from from at least asking. The, but if I got that I would definitely keep it. Yeah. I would definitely keep it. <laughs> you know when the other day when uh, the, the the whole Twitter thing happened, literally I'm not this I'm not even exaggerating for comedy effect. Literally the first thing I did was look up at the account and see if it followed me. <laughs> did it? No, 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 but and I wasn't surprised, but I was disappointed. <laughs> well, the thing is, if they would have been following you, they would have been that like savvy. And as you know, from 2012, they just aren't that savvy. No. No. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. I think is like what you see is what you get with Matt. I mean, he's a doofus and he's, you know, doesn't have the guts and he's really conservative but he's a fundamentally decent bloke. Yeah. I mean, that that's a... my view. Now, if and you could get him strong. to sign a baseball as Pierre Delecto, that would be that would be pretty. I'm, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. I, I do know where his office is in in um, in, in in Congress. Um, I, I don't want to say how I know that, but I could just go and knock on the door. Yeah. I mean, the chances that you'll get a signed baseball that way are probably pretty limited. <laughs> but <laughs> you'll probably be escorted out uh, quickly. Yeah, uh, but... yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'll ask. I'll ask. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm taking unsigned baseballs with me. I've already packed my bag for Friday because I'm a, a loser and I'm really excited. I haven't been this excited about a day since I was like seven and it was a week before Christmas. I'm very excited. I've packed my bag already and it's got two unsigned baseballs in it just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Well, just in I, case I just in case I bump into Justin Baraski. <laughs> well, he'll he'll sign up. He'll sign your balls. Um, <laughs> did not, that's not wasn't intentional. But I, as soon as I heard it, I realized it was gold. Um, yeah. 
Well, on that bombshell. <laughs> you, so wait, one last question, then we can we can wrap here. What are you post? Are you have any content planned other than your uh, post about the with the Houston hat? Um. Well, I'm taking I'm taking my uh, recorder, so I might um, during the course of the day, at, uh, game four, uh, just record a few um, vox pops with people. Um, there's no harm. I'll just have it in my pocket and I'll um, record a few things if I can. I, I, I'm I I don't know. I don't usually um, uh, drink, uh, but I'm I, I definitely am this weekend. So I I, I think that by like noon. On Saturday, I'll be fairly drunk, <laughs> so it might require some editing, um, and we we can we can go from there. But um, I, I kind of want to ha- I, I kind of want to record a few things for posterity, and then we can see whether or not we'll put it out. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, yeah, when you're here, um, I'll look forward to texting you during the game. <laughs> <laughs> and actually having without worrying about waking me up. <laughs> well, I don't know. I will be pretty drunk, so you might be waking me up. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, on that bombshell, maybe Check we should. Balls. Bye-bye. No, no, I'm saying bye-bye. It's the end of the episode. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.